our identity is the core of what we believe to be true about who we are. Are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach individuals across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, my hope is that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hey there, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp, I'm your host. And today we're continuing our five-part series on the key components I believe every entrepreneur needs to be successful in business. And these are the five pillars that I work on with every one of my clients, because I truly believe that when you have a mindset that really helps to elevate you, that you are going to be positioned for success and it will be inevitable. The first part of the series, we talked all about showing up in your power. And what does that look like? I refer to it as really being in your own authority. But today we're going to switch things up just slightly. We're going to talk about identity. Now, I don't know about you, but when I moved away from my nine to five job into entrepreneurship, I struggled a lot with my identity because I saw myself a certain way. Up until that point, I had never really owned my own business. I had not worked for myself. I had no real business experience. So everything that I was doing was new to me. And maybe you're in this online space and you can totally relate to that. Maybe you've had jobs in high school, in college, and maybe even, you know, through before the pandemic, you were working in a corporate position. And now all of a sudden, you find yourself an entrepreneur trying to figure out how to have this identity of entrepreneurship. Honestly, I think it's a little bit of a head game. And it's something that we all have to figure out how to navigate. Now, prior to becoming a coach, I was a pastor for about 10 years, and I had also been in full-time ministry for many years prior to that, but it was something that I really identified with. As a music pastor, as someone who worked with youth and young adults, it was something that I internalized for myself, and people knew me as a pastor. And when I would tell people that I was a pastor, it was almost like it came with its own set of preconceived ideas and people related to me in that way. And to be honest, I got used to playing that role. I got used to having the identity of a pastor. So when I decided to leave full-time ministry and start coaching full-time, it was a huge shock to the system. It kind of felt a little bit like a death because everything I had known up until that point was no longer true. And I had no idea what this new version of my life was going to look like, how I was going to feel, how people were going to perceive me. 
it was a little bit of an identity crisis. And our identity is something that we can truly only know for ourselves. So even as even though, you know, we think, okay, you know, you have an identity as a teacher, an identity as someone that's in a C-suite, an identity as a mom, all of those things are roles that we play, but our true identity lies in what we believe to be true about ourselves, the roles we play, and how we perceive what our lives look like. So I identify personally as a woman, as a sister, a friend, a daughter. I identify as a dog mom and an entrepreneur and a coach. I also identify as a singer and a creative, right? So those are all things in which I have really placed my identity in. And all of these are facets of who I am. They're big parts of who I am. They don't tell the whole story, right? They're what I believe to be true about my life and about who I am. So you may find yourself in some of those roles as well, or you might add a few on, take a few away, like you might be a mom or a wife. But here's the thing, friend. Our identity is so much more than the roles we play in life. This is something that I say to my clients all of the time because so often they come and they're, they tell me, okay, well, this is who I am. And I'm like, but is that really who you are? Our identity is the core of what we believe to be true about who we are, how we've been designed, our values, our beliefs, the stories that we've played out in childhood, and even the generational patterns that we're running subconsciously. So it is so much more internal than the external roles that we play. And all of it plays into our identity. So when it comes to entrepreneurship, how we see ourselves internally will make or break our success. And about a year ago, I was watching a Bob Proctor video. I'm a huge fan. I love Bob Proctor. And he said something that really stayed with me. He said, you cannot outperform your identity. And the truth of that is that what we believe to be true about ourselves will manifest in our lives through our thoughts, our beliefs, our words, our choices, and our actions. So we're going to essentially call in what we believe to be true about ourselves at the level of our identity. And so often, I see women in the entrepreneurial space that are operating out of a level of identity that is not based upon what they truly desire, but on some old subconscious beliefs, old negative patterns that are running the show. They think that they want to be successful. They hope to have success or to make a lot of money, but really their belief system, their identity is rooted in another story and is completely different than what is actually what they hope for. So for as long as I can remember, I have been singing probably since, I don't know, I was like two years old. As, as soon as I could talk, I was singing and it became a part of my identity. And I decided years ago that I was a good singer. Now, 
I probably was a decent singer as a kid, but I honed that skill because I was really passionate about singing and I loved to sing. Like I still love to sing. And eventually I actually became a good singer. But I think a lot of that was because I believed it to be true. And because I believed it to be true, I worked on it. I took action and it eventually did happen. I became a really good singer. And I still have a deep rooted belief that I'm a good singer. Even if I'm not singing or I'm super out of practice, I know that I have the capacity to get there again. I know that deep down, I have what it takes to be a really good singer. So I want to ask you, what do you believe to be true for yourself? Like what identities do you have that are playing out in your life right now? What beliefs are running those identities? As a coach, I'm seeing women all the time who struggle to be in the identity of a CEO. We talk about it all the time. And it's almost as though it's like it becomes this like running joke. Like we think if we have confidence or if we show up confidently, that is going to make you a CEO. Or if you make, you know, um, certain decisions and you act a certain way, then you're going to be the CEO of your business. But it's so much more than that. And it is really a deeply rooted belief about what you believe to be true about being a CEO. And if you've ever struggled with that, then you know exactly what I am talking about. Because the fears that run when you struggle with that belief are that you won't be successful, you're worried that you're not going to make money, you're worried that you're going to have to go back to a nine to five job. And all of these are playing out at the level of your identity. And until you shift that level of your identity, then those patterns are going to continue to run and you will continue to manifest the same story. And quite honestly, friend, it doesn't matter what it is that you want to happen, because if your expectation is not that it is going to happen, that you will be successful, then a want is just a wish. It's not really you know, anything that you can count on. It's your expectation that is going to drive you forward. And this was a really, really hard lesson for me to learn, honestly. So even though I mentioned how I had a belief that I was a good singer, I did not have a belief that I would be a successful entrepreneur. I had a belief that I'd be a successful coach, that I knew how to coach people and that I would help them. But when it came to actually running a business, it was a completely different narrative for me. And this was something that I had to learn. And it was a very costly, (laughs) um, really a costly learning, honestly, because there were many years that I really wasn't making the money in my business that I wanted to be making because I didn't believe that I would truly be successful. And so, you know, that the whole quote that Bob Proctor used, you cannot outperform your identity was very true for me. I was trying to do all of the things I was taking action, I was using all the strategies, I was hiring all the, the best coaches and in all the best programs, and still was unable to make my business successful, and financially successful, 
because of the fact that at the belief level, I did not believe that I could be a successful coach financially and a successful CEO. So how is this playing out in your life? How is it playing out in your business? Well, you would be able to see how it's playing out by your bank account. (laughs) I mean, that's going to be one indicator. It's going to be the, the quality of clients that you work with. It's going to be what you believe to be true about yourself when it comes to success, because your current level of success is a reflection of what you believe to be true, your identity. So when you think about that, what do you believe to be true about yourself? Now, you're not stuck with this. I just have to say that because a lot of the time, it's like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? Like, how do I shift this? Well, it takes some subconscious reprogramming to really shift those old stories and those old narratives. I wanted to tell you about one of the clients who I worked on this particular identity issue with. Now, she came to me and she was really struggling to make money in her business and something that I knew very well. And it was a really big stretch for her to invest in coaching. But she told me that she knew in her heart of hearts that she was going to be successful. And she knew that she needed to work on her mindset in order to get there. So when she started her business, she had really, really high hopes, but she actually realized very early on in business that she was losing money instead of making money. So it was actually going more into a deficit than into a positive. And it was actually costing her to run her business. And, you know, then she would lower her prices. She wasn't getting the quality of clients that she wanted to work with. And when she had first started, she had a savings account that was like really lucrative and ended up that she had completely run the well dry and was having a hard time staying afloat was really considering um, leaving the industry altogether. So I asked her how she felt about where she was at. And she told me that even though she knew she had something to offer, she really felt like a fraud. Like she was telling people one thing and living something completely different. And a lot of the reason why she would have felt like a fraud is because at the level of her identity, she didn't believe that she could be this. It, it's like, you know, going back to the whole singing analogy. I believed that I was a good singer and I manifested being a good singer. And sometimes it does take the belief before the manifestation. And so she was, you know, looking for proof that she was not successful and she was finding it over and over and over again. Now, this is so much more common than you think it is. When she came to me, she was at a pretty low point, but we really worked on her identity as a CEO and really making those changes in her life and being able to shift into what it was that she desired and having the expectation that it was going to manifest in her life. And 
everything completely started to shift. And she was finding proof for her success in absolutely everything. And it started to turn her business around. She started calling in more clients. And all of a sudden, she had a surge within her business because her business was a reflection of her identity. And she was able to shift her identity. So my friend, what are you believing to be true about yourself? Whatever it is that you believe to be true is going to impact your energy, what you're focusing on, the choices you're making, the actions that you're taking, the habits you're forming, and the behaviors that you are acting out every single, single day. Now, I want to share one more story with you because I think this is so, so important. I've talked about me being a singer, but when I lived in Toronto, I met some really incredible ballerinas that danced with the National Ballet of Canada. And honestly, like, I don't know if you've ever been to a ballet, but it is like seriously one of the most beautiful things. And I remember having a conversation with this one particular ballerina and I asked her if she always knew that she wanted to be a ballerina. She told me that from a very young age, she made the decision that she was going to be a ballerina. And her sole focus was on being successful in that arena. And I said to her, I'm like, well, what about when, you know, you age out or your body breaks down? Like, do you have a plan B? And she told me point blank something that absolutely shifted me personally. She said, I can't afford to have a plan B. Like, that's not how it works. If I don't believe this to be true for myself now, then I will never make it. I have to believe that this is the only plan for my life. Now, we hear a lot of coaches talk about different plans, plan A, plan B, the whole thing, right? And it, that's neither here nor there. But the The point I want to make here is she had a singular focus because she knew in order to be successful as a ballerina, she had to. There was no other option. She couldn't think, oh, well, if this doesn't work out, then I will become a teacher because then her focus would be divided and she would always have a way out. And I have thought about that conversation so many times, especially in my own life where I have found myself divided, thinking, oh, is there another alternative? Is there a plan B for me in this? And I remind myself that I have to have a singular focus and not let doubt, insecurity, cloud how I see myself showing up in my business and in my life. So friend, when it comes to your identity, there's no plan B. It is or it isn't. You are or you aren't. The level of expectation you have around who you are and what is possible for your life will manifest. That is a law of the universe. So if you are not manifesting what you desire, it is because you do not fully believe and have expectation that it will happen. And that really is all about shifting at the level of 
your identity. Now, friends, when it comes to shifting at the level of your identity, I want to share with you what I believe is really possible for you. And I work with women, with uh, coaches, entrepreneurs all of the time when it comes to really getting to that next level. And when we work and partner together for one-to-one coaching, it is really about moving the needle forward in your life when it comes to your mindset and building that strong foundation. And maybe you've been considering coaching, but you're like, oh, I don't know. Like I maybe I need a business coach or maybe I need a strategy coach or perhaps I need to work on my sales. If you have been working on those things and you're still not making traction, then I am going to say it is likely that it is not an issue that you don't know what you're doing. It's more about your mindset. And I can tell you from experience that when you work on your mindset, aligned with your intuition, all of a sudden, you begin to have those creative flow and that those ideas pop into your mind, pop into your spirit that allow you to take those next steps. And sometimes there are better strategies and ideas than what you could ever get with a business coach. Now, in no way am I saying to not hire a business coach, but I can tell you that some of the coaches that I have worked with that have been business coaches have told me that doing the mindset work actually empowered them to make those decisions for themselves and to come up with ideas and solutions that really truly worked for them because they had the belief around them and were able to execute on them. Now, Next Level Coaching is a five-month commitment and you can pay monthly or all in one lump sum. And if you start with a monthly payment, it's $9.97 per month. Now I am taking new clients moving into the summer and the fall. So if this is something that you're like, yes, Andrea, I really do need to shift at the level of my identity, then I encourage you to jump on a call with me and let's talk about whether or not this is the right fit for you. And you can book a call with me by going to my website, andreacrisp.ca forward slash schedule. And we will talk about whether or not this is something that is your next step in your journey. Friend, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I loved sharing this. As a takeaway today, I just want to encourage you to really be observant and curious about where things are not measuring up for you so that you can start to see where you might have beliefs that need to shift at the level of your identity. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crowley.